1: Sunday, everybody it's a short week because it's a holiday week on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hi and that means today is the first day of the week tomorrow's basically hump day. And then Wednesday's Friday. Oh, so I like that. So just get that ready yeah. for an, a truncated version of your week with the Colleen and Bradley show.
2: But you're going to be able to hear us all week long. Don't worry if you tune in. There will be some amazing show bits on Thursday and Friday.
1: That is true. Amazing show bits. Show bits. Uh, so we're going to be eating turkey on Thursday. But today we're probably going to have to eat a little crow itself. I see okay. what you said. Okay. There. okay. Why are we eating crow?
2: Uh, well, because our good friend Jonathan Chabon turns out not as big of a lying liar who lies as once we thought. So, Food God is the name that was taken by a gentleman. I also question whether or not he really changed his name legally to to Food God, because nobody calls him in any document or report Food God. No. I think that was just a scam, but Jonathan Chabon, you would know, as the bestie Mm -hmm. of kim kardashian one of many besties but like the og he's the og bestie and he never really did anything other than like kind of hang off the side of the kardashian gravy train
1: apparently he did have a reality show for like a
2: hot second which
1: warm second
2: so again you know uh he was casting about trying to figure out how to cash in on his five seconds of fame he Eventually, did that when he started to um, talk about food on his Instagram, and by that I mean he really just sort of became this big spawn con opportunity, and then created this whole personality. And granted, he's been successful regardless. Let's fast forward to why we're talking about him today. I said it's because we um, were maybe wrong about him. The thing we were wrong about is that theft. Remember how he was. Um, or he claimed that his watch, his very, very expensive watch, had been stolen yeah. at gunpoint. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was pretty dramatic, it, like, in his driveway, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, like, uh, well, it was like, I don't think it was necessarily his driveway, but it was like the driveway of wherever he was, a friend's house or his mom or something. Yeah. And, but it was uh, like
1: in a residential situation. Yeah. It wasn't like he was, you know... Bopping down the main street USA yeah. and somebody, you know, showed up with a gun and was like, give me a watch. It wasn't like that.
2: No, but it was like, give me your watch at gunpoint, because according to the Associated Press and generally we, unlike some of the tabloids, will take what they say at face value. Federal authorities in New York City have brought charges in uh, the county uh, where this took place. Armed robbery of Jonathan Chabon. Um, they have brought charges not against uh Jonathan Chabon, excuse me, against two men who are accused of stealing hmm. at gunpoint his two hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch. Put a pin in that because I have some information about the watch. Ooh. But so Food God turns out was right, was not lying. And
1: here we thought he was doing it for attention, which honestly, do you remember when Kim Kardashian uh, had that robbery experience and for like the briefest of moments we thought maybe it was an attention grab and then well, had to pro on that. I would
2: not I would not be entirely surprised if perhaps there was some truth to those conspiracy theories. But sure, okay. So Kim Kardashian was in fact the victim of robbery. So was Jonathan Chabon and we only know this because over the weekend um these two people were charged. And I thought, oh God, well, that makes us look like, you know, tinfoil hat Looney Tunes. Right. Um, and I will say that again, just to reiterate, the holdup occurred last August. He was arriving. It was a friend's house in Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Two men approached. And asked him for get this the time before they pulled a gun on him and made off with his timepiece. So um, I thought that was a clever way of stealing somebody's watch. Do you have watch. the time?
1: And then they're like, Yoy. "He's like
2: yes," and he's like,
1: "Good, give it to me."
2: <laughs> now the, the creepy thing is uh, the two men that were arrested and charged. Actually, this is not the first time that this has happened. And a previous um arrest or a previous assault, robbery, burglary, theft, I forget which it is when somebody's holding a gun to you, and then it's aggravated.
1: Then it's a robbery. Robbery, yeah. yeah.
2: Um the robbers in that case uh pulled a gun on somebody else uh for the same timepiece, the same kind of timepiece. It's called Richard Mill, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because it's a fancy brand that I will never wear in my life. And a pre and previously a person was shot and wounded <gasps> when that went down. So this is like legit. This so is these like guys for real.
1: out for like this type of watch, apparently.
2: But what's interesting about it, and um, let me quickly just tie up some loose ends. And then and if you're wondering, like, why are you starting the show talking about Jonathan Chabon food? God, what? On a Monday, like there's something better going on? There's
1: like a hundred reasons, but...
2: Well, yeah, there's a hundred reasons, but mostly because I just find this story to be completely fascinating because at face value, you're like, well, I don't trust anything Jonathan Chavon says, but okay, so federal authorities, blah, 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 actual robbery, gunshots, boom, boom, boom. Something actually is going on here. So that's fascinating. And then I want to know about these two guys who, by the way, have made a habit of going around at gunpoint stealing the same timepiece. So then I head over to the Google machine and I'm looking up these Richard Neal timepieces or whatever they're called. These things are like several hundred thousand dollars. And it just makes me wonder, like, why does somebody walk around with like the average price of a you know home in, in south minneapolis on their on their, their wrist. wrist right like that is just fascinating to me it's stupid yeah. if you ask me it's also fascinating but then i wonder like how did these two know that jonathan chabon was going to be where he was and that he was going to be wearing one of these timepieces now So that's my big question. Well, I'm glad you had that question because the answer to that question and to the audience who most likely has uh, that question as well. You'll remember that he had made a habit of posting images on social media or being viewed in videos wearing that timepiece. Now, if you're in the market for a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar timepiece and you want to go, you know, like that's a quarter of a million dollars. So you would invest some time and money right. in figuring out where that quarter of a million dollars is sitting around. Right. And then going and getting it. Right? right. Like it, it 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 that and that in and of itself is a fascinating story and one that I would like to watch the Netflix series on like uh, you know,
1: niche robberies,
2: yes, thieves who run around stealing Richard Mill timepieces. Can I
1: ask a question? Do we know who the like is the other person who had their Richard Mill timepiece stolen? The person that was shot is that somebody that like we would recognize the name of?
2: I don't have a name, so I don't know okay. that, but that's you know, that's like an interesting, you know, try to piece these things right. together. Um, certainly, I because I, th- I
1: can understand how you would stumble upon a picture, sort of. Of Jonathan Chabon, you know he's relatively high high ish profile, um so I can see how you would stumble upon that picture of his timepiece that he's flashing about well, on his instes also oh does he hashtag it?
2: no if, okay if you go to the Google machine, who wears Richard Mill watches oh, the jewelry go. editor? Our watch editor takes a close look at who wears, wears Richard Mill watches and why. Um, and then you go down the list. Rafael Nadal, um, that other guy, mm-hmm. that other one, the happy guy. What's his name?
1: Because ha- um, I'm
2: happy for Um Seal. <laughs>
1: this is fun. Kevin keep, Hart. Keep giving me clues.
2: <laughs> the redheaded singer guy. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Joe Manganiello,
2: yeah, Joe Manginello, um Nelly, lots of people, right? So all you have to do if you're looking for a quick two hundred and fifty thousand dollar op, you know, theft option, and you got to imagine that Jonathan Chabon is slim, is easy pickin'. Oh,
1: he's like, yeah, he's like a, he's a
2: low hanging fruit. Yeah,
1: he's like a, you know, the tortoise in <laughs> the my hair in
2: college. What he's
1: the tortoise? Huh? He like the tortoise in the hair. He's the tortoise. Like he's just. Slowly lumbering around. He well, doesn't yeah. have bodyguards. I was gonna He's say he, you have more Jonathan access,
2: Chabon. ready access to mm-hmm. Jonathan Chabon than you do Rafael Nadal or
1: mm-hmm. Joe Manganello yeah. even. Mm-hmm.
2: And then if you just Google and go to the image tab, you will see all sorts of celebrities that are wearing these watches.
1: Oh my gosh. I am I, I'm with you on that though. Like I want that reality show with these niche robbers who are like we got to get the because I, you know, it makes sense, right? Like, lower risk if you have to commit the crime once or twice to get a huge payout, right? Yeah. Like, you're not, you'd have to, you'd have to steal like a hundred thousand swatch watches <laughs> to make up for the exact, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm curious about their methodology and I think we'll never learn. But, I'm here for the storyline.
2: But the, the reason I think we need to be very careful about um eating too much crow is you know there have been some blind items. Yeah. About this particular robbery and Holly, I think you might just want to refresh our memory.
0: Blinded
3: by the item. This blind item was from August 4th. Here we go. The fake PR person to the reality family was feeling a little left out, so they gave him a little storyline for the season. It's all fake, but at this point, they don't really care.
1: Yeah, see, and that's why I thought that he had made the whole thing up. But now when there's real people being held accountable for the crime...
2: Yeah, unless... I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not totally sold.
1: You might have just fashioned yourself another tinfoil hat.
2: But if you have like somebody giving you, you know, some money under the table to go rob somebody, I mean, you don't know Mm. why people rob. We need to know more about these robbers and find out what their motivations were. And maybe this is like the tip of, uh, you know, a lying iceberg. It's possible. I'm I'm just saying never give up hope that the blind item will someday be revealed. revealed.
1: Stay nimble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stay on your toes. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, not only are we going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood, but we're also going to announce a new live for free name. If you hear your name announced when we come back, you will be the winner of $100 and you will be entered to win $10,000. Listen up, we'll reveal that name when we come back on My Talk 1071.
2: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt alert,
1: dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert. Well, Holly Roberts is here and she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood, but before we get to that dirt, exciting. Oh. oh no. <laughs> Here, here. We here. are about to announce a live for free name for this hour. It has been a tough year and we want you to live for free for the rest of 2020. So Pam Vandersloos is this hour's name. Pam Vandersloos. Call us back at 651-641-1071 Come in the on, next Pam. 10 minutes. And if you do, Pam Vandersloos, you will win $100 and you'll be entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. Come on,
2: Pam. Pam
1: Vandersloos. And if you are a friend of Pam Vandersloos, or Vandersleese,
2: or Slice, or Sluice,
1: and you just heard her name announced, you better call her and tell her to call.
2: Yeah. If you know Pam and you heard this and you didn't call her, you're going to be persona non grata in Pamela's familia, though.
1: Exactly. All right. Now,
3: Holly, let's. Uh, why don't you
1: sling some dirt at us and we'll watch the phones.
3: Okay, fantastic. Let's talk about this exclusive story on People.com today. Lori Laughlin's daughters are struggling with her jail sentence. Oh. oh, a source says, it's a nightmare. Please discuss amongst yourselves. Awesome. Okay. We will discuss well, amongst ourselves.
2: I mean, is it a surprise? And also, are they really struggling? I mean... In their ivory towers? I
1: mean, here's the thing. I just have such a hard time with, like, now the time is here. Their mother and their father
0: are now due. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe Blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rainn Wilson, Amor Tulls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Doing their time, and now they're struggling with this. Like, we've all been preparing for this for quite some time. And you're adults, right? And They're
2: also adults who haven't had to be adults. Ever.
1: Yeah, so, so
2: maybe we shouldn't be surprised that they're having a hard time.
1: But, you know, <clears throat> they're going to survive this. Oh, for sure. Because people have survived far worse.
2: Yeah, but they will get their pound of flesh. They will get their pound of celebrity flesh, I should say, in the form of tabloid headlines. By the way, the, the story Holly was referencing mm-hmm. is an exclusive mm-hmm. in People magazine, which yeah. means they're talking directly to people to keep their story alive because... I mean, it's not entirely dumb. The idea that this story is going to be attached to her for a while. You might as well make something of it.
1: Well, and that's the thing is that's where the the true test will be is to see how the Massimo Laughlins turn this this, uh, story around so that it benefits them. Right. Because they will. Rest assured, they will find a way to... At least they will attempt to um, rewrite the story.
3: Pamela just won $100. Yeah, Pamela! Yeah, Pamela! And she's here.
1: Oh, my Pamela. God, Pamela.
3: Congratulations.
1: You have won $100 in the Live for Free contest, and now you've been entered to win $10,000. How does it feel? Awesome. Right?
2: What were you yeah. doing? When, did you just happen to have the radio on, or did you get a call from a friend?
0: Um, I happened to have the radio on, and I was listening with my daughter, who freaked oh, out. <laughs> yay! That's
2: so did awesome. We, most importantly, did we say your last name right?
0: Um, eventually,
2: Van okay. Oh,
1: slice. Oh, there oh you slice.
2: Go. Okay, cool. Look we learned that. something.
1: Well, you knew it was you, regardless, because I bet that other people have have pronounced it incorrectly at some point. I got a time or two, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my question for you, Pamela: What are you going to do with the ten thousand dollars if you win?
0: I am going to save it until we can travel
1: again and go on a cruise.
2: Yeah. Oh can I go with
0: you just
1: you just found your way into Bradley's heart right now? What's your favorite
2: (laughs) cruise line, Pamela? Royal Caribbean. Of course it is. Okay.
1: So much fun. As much as I would like to keep Pamela here, can we to just talk, talk to Cruises? Pamela
2: for the rest of the segment about cruising? No,
1: but what we can do is con- you. <laughs>
2: congratulate
1: <laughs> Pamela. Congratulations uh, on the $100 and congratulations on being entered to win the $10,000. Thank you. Have a great day. Congrats, Pam. Have a great Thanksgiving. Like, Hola. holy buckets.
2: I just realized she might not like being called Pam. Yeah, you know. You never know.
1: We just, mm-hmm. we covered all angles. We yeah. said her last name wrong. P to the M a lot. said her first name wrong. It's all good.
2: She, she got it. And she got her
1: money. She got her money. She got her money. Congratulations. Uh, and we'll do that again, by the way, tomorrow at this very same time. And Lori and Julia will do it again at. 420, 420. And, 520. and 520. They have
3: two times during the Laurie and Julia Lucky. show. Lucky. Now, did you guys have a good conversation about Isabel and Olivia Jade? Oh, We did. We're yeah, very we're really concerned, concerned
1: about, about their futures. All right.
3: Well, uh, <sighs>
1: we're not. not really. Yeah,
3: <laughs> they're going to be just fine. Uh, People.com also reporting that uh, cousin Princess Eugenie, has moved into Prince Harry's Frogmore Cottage in the UK. Now, remember that Frogmore Cottage in Windsor is the official UK home of Prince Harry and Princess Eugenie. And news broke on Friday that she and her husband uh, moved into the house. I mean, they moved into it
1: because didn't Harry and Meghan do some, like, massive upgrades to that house? Yes. So they moved into a good spot. Luckies. Yeah, luckies. That they
2: then paid for out of their own pocket, which... Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. They're, uh, the pockets of the British royal family, well... Let's when you stick your hand in them, you're <laughs> yeah. not
2: quite sure where they will end up. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Are you
3: going to get some chapstick? Are you going to get lint? Are you going to get millions of dollars? I don't you know. You never know. You never know. So it's kind of fun that way. Uh, and People.com going into the relationship that Eugenie and Harry have with each other, saying that Eugenie has always been more than just a cousin to Harry.
1: <gasps> oh, What's that oh, mean? I would like to you know more. perverts
3: okay. says they were also the closest of friends. Okay. <laughs> so that's from the book Finding Freedom. And out of all oh. the Queen's <laughs> grandchildren, yes, Harry and Eugenie have one of the most natural connections. Like Harry Eugenie is loyal, honest, and great fun. The two had many nights out together in London. So basically Eugenie is not going to be telling tales out of school about Prince Harry's debauchery out and about at the club. Okay. I wouldn't. No, I would. I always
1: think it would be weird to live in the home that somebody else in your family used to live in, because like then they come and visit and, you know, you know that under their breath, they're like, well, I wouldn't have done that (laughs) with that room.
2: Although, like, I wonder if they even had to change anything.
1: Probably After not. After all the
2: money they spent, they're probably, probably like, thanks for
1: doing the work for us. Right? We're just going to settle right in. But even if they were like, oh, I'm not really a fond of that color, we're going to paint the walls. And when Meg and Harry come for like the next holiday, they're going to be like, oh,
0: mm.
1: you didn't prefer the puce
3: that we had.
2: Puce. Mm.
3: You know. Let's keep on The Royal Family. Let's keep on it. The Crown on Netflix uh, has been out for a week, uh, causing incitation. season four. Now at least one member of the Royal Family is now admitting to having watched The Crown who? on Netflix. I it, bet it was Megan, um, Camilla. No, you're both wrong. No. It's Mike Tindall, who's married to the Queen's eldest granddaughter, Zara Phillips, the daughter of Prince Anne. So he is talking about watching the Netflix series, and he's talking on a podcast, and uh, he just says that, I've, you know, I've watched it, and uh, he doesn't... And it's
1: good. It's a show. Yeah.
3: You know, unfortunately, he doesn't have any kind of real insight into it. I was going to
2: say, like, he wasn't there for
3: any of it. That's that. the no. thing. is, like, we want to hear from the people who are portrayed in the
1: show exactly what well, they're not going to tell us it's his
3: mother-in-law yeah
1: but like i want to hear from the people <laughs> themselves well you good know? luck <laughs> i know it's never going to happen uh, holly thank you for that dirt alert thank you hey we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge 651-641-1071 we are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hey, And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge.
3: 30-second
2: pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen?
1: Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Paula. We've got
3: Paula on the line and what is Paula playing for?
2: Paula is playing for this.
3: A my Talk 1071 t-shirt.
2: All right, Paula, uh, my dear, you ready to Are you, ready to, pl- are you pre- ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Oh, I think so. All right, the timer will begin upon my completion of the reading of the first question of the answer to the question, you know what I mean? Here we go. The Tardis Is a time machine in what science fiction TV show?
3: Oh, my
0: gosh. I'm going to say Star Trek. I don't
2: know. Nope. Uh, We'll move on. Gizmo, Gizmo is the lead character in what movie franchise?
3: Oh, my gosh. This is so embarrassing. I don't know.
2: It's okay. It's okay. LeVar Burton hosted what PBS kids show?
3: Oh, is that Reading Rainbow?
2: Yep. The Queen's Gambit on Netflix is about what game? Yes. Kenny G plays what instrument?
1: Saxophone.
2: The TARDIS is in what Oh God, I'm sorry, Paula. Oh.
1: Paula, I'm so sorry you did not win the thirty second pop culture challenge today. However, you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's answer the question she did not get correct.
2: The TARDIS is a time machine. In what science fiction television program?
1: Bradley's favorite, Doctor Who.
2: And Holly, uh, was that question appropriate today because today is Doctor Who Day?
1: Well, you know, I read. Look at you. I dabble. Thank you
2: for your support.
1: And happy Doctor Who Day, everybody.
2: (laughs) To all who celebrate. Uh, And then the only other one she didn't get was Gizmo is the lead character in what movie franchise?
1: Gremlins.
2: Uh, I wonder also if there'll be a third a Gremlin. Really
1: great sandwich at the Minnesota State Fair. Gremlin, the Gizmo.
2: Oh, I was like gre- Gremlin. It's no. a sandwich. It's that loose. It was a meat. vehicle oh, from the seventies.
1: That's true too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now that we answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly has selected for us in this segment. We call "Blinded by the Item."
3: Fresh celebrity gossip Cox. mysteries to solve. Here's our first one. Entity lawyer thought this illiterate foreign born A-list singer wannabe actress was still with her secret boyfriend she had been with all through the pandemic. However, her drug dealer Ooh. says he had sex with her last week, so maybe not. Wow. Camila
2: Cabello. <gasps>
3: uh, that was good. Fill in the blank. NT lawyer thought Camila Cabello was still with her secret boyfriend that Camila had been with all through the pandemic. However, Camila Cabello's drug dealer says that he had sex with her last week, so maybe that's not the case. Awkward. Oh
1: my gosh, she's juggling a lot, our friend
2: Camila. is. <laughs> she's
3: juggling she is a lot. She is because
1: she's got a whole fake relationship with Sean Mendez that True. she has to keep up appearances with.
2: Ding, ding. And then
1: allegedly, she's got a secret boyfriend on the side. And but a then drug dealer. she's getting
3: it from the drug dealer, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot to juggle, y'all. Luckily, she has people who construct the relationship for her they and just got. tell her what to do. Walk like a zombie down <laughs> the street.
2: Yeah, like it is such low expectations this year. They're like, just, just walk down the street with mm. your coffee
1: cup and it's your fine. slippers. Yeah, yeah.
2: And again, <laughs> for the uh, really quickly, just for the listener who's like, oh my god, what are you saying about Camila Cabello? She does da- what? This is not the first time we've heard the um, accusation that she perhaps has a relationship with an individual who uh, makes his living selling uh, illegal substances.
1: Yeah, it's also not the first time we've heard that she dabbles in yeah. those substances.
2: Mm-hmm. Carry on.
0: you all
3: right there, Colleen. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. just a little, little sniffle. No, just be oh, oh, yeah. careful. Okay. <laughs> Here is another blind item. This A-list singer/wannabe actress has her team pressing full-time to try and force the hand of a movie studio to cast her in a role. The studio really doesn't want her. Mm-hmm. A-list singer, be actress. So
2: when we say wannabe actress, has she actually acted before?
3: This is correct. This person has actually acted.
2: But they don't take her maybe as seriously as an actress. So it's not, for example, Jennifer Lopez.
3: It's
1: not Jennifer Lopez, no. Uh, uh, is it like an Ariana Grande? No. Uh,
3: because Ariana Grande is an actual actress. She had her own TV right. show okay, back okay. in the day. True that.
2: So again, Breaking A-list Spears. singer who her team has been pressing full-time to try and force the hand of a movie studio to cast her in a role. I feel like we should know this. I feel like we should know. Demi Lovato? No, she's an actress.
3: Demi Lovato, no. Uh, Adele? No. uh, (laughs) Come on.
2: The studio does not want Lindsay (laughs) Lohan. No.
3: Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Uh, Come on. This person was in a big movie a couple of years ago.
2: Charo, um, a big movie. Was
3: it a singing? Oh, was oh it a with singing movie?
2: Was it? Was there cats? No. Oh.
3: But it, yes, people were singing in this movie. No cats. No cats, but singing.
2: Taylor Swift.
3: Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, think about it. A couple of years ago. Yeah. A big movie with a singer. Mm-hmm. Who was singing? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga. There, oh yes. my gosh. Yeah, we have problems.
2: <laughs> we are. It's its pandemic brain.
3: its
1: We can't be held responsible Understand. for the words that come out of our mouth okay. while we do our jobs.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Let me fill in the blank for you, though. Uh, Lady Gaga has her team pressing full time to try to force the hand of a movie studio to cast her in a role. Now, the movie studio doesn't want her. This is that movie... Uh, what like gravy train or fast train? Last train to gravy. Clarksville. Gravy train, it's fast train. The
1: <laughs> <laughs> choo choo train.
3: Yeah, cuckoo, choo. No, it's the one. Come with, and ride the train. Yeah, uh, it's not a the biopic of the Quad City DJs, Thank but this you. is this is a movie that Brad Pitt is starring in. Oh, and th- remember we talked about this last mm-hmm. week that yeah. Lady Gaga was reportedly in the role, running to have a role in this movie.
2: Good luck to her.
3: Uh-huh. She, it's just, I, I, uh, it's so
2: obvious. It's so obvious with this one what she wants. And, you know, uh, at least she tries to go get what she wants in life. Mm-hmm. I will give her that. That is a skill well, too many people don't have.
1: I feel like it would be easy to go for what you want all the time if you are a person who typically is given that thing with very little effort. I'm just saying.
2: Oh, I think she's had a lot of effort, though. I mean, she's a very talented woman. And the problem is, I think her acting skills are at, like, a certain level. And it's not the box office.
3: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: Like, I think she's, she's great in things like, you know, television shows where she can be as campy as she wants to be. Or even in a movie in a campy way. But I feel like she takes herself to be maybe a different kind of actor than she probably actually is
1: i think when i said when she's been given things without with very little effort i i think she worked very hard to get to the level where she is but once she got to the level where she was or is now you know people are opening doors for her and you know good old ryan murphy was like here yeah have a main role in my very popular tv show yeah she ended up like did she get awards for that I feel like she got an Emmy for that, or at least was nominated. Uh, I think a Golden Globe. Or yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not nothing. That's true. Stay tuned, though, because I will be complaining about award shows in just a little bit. Next, though.
3: Blinded by the Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. It turns out the foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor who got publicly busted for cheating on his wife with a co-star it's not a one-time thing Ooh. they've been hooking up on and off for years
2: oh mm-hmm. dominic west marker
1: interesting so wife. he's been hooking up with lily james specifically on yes. and off for years
3: Whoa. yes so it turns out that dominic west who got publicly busted for cheating on his wife with lily james
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: This was not a one-time thing. Dominic West and Lily James have been hooking up on and off for years interesting
2: well that's interesting because uh oh look at this dominic west and lily james put on a very flirty display from snaps that were unearthed 4 years ago
1: oh, oh. so yeah mm-hmm. and guess what guess who still has remained mum
2: lily james mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for those delicious blind items, Holly. Thank those you. ones were good. I'm sorry that we were so great at that one. <laughs> Yummy! Yay! All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, apparently last night the AMAs uh, aired. That would be the American Music Awards.
2: I did not watch Neither those. Neither did I.
1: And I just feel like we have to have a family conversation about awards because award shows are working my last nerve. All right. We'll talk about it after this on my 107.1. one oh seven one. You guys, something's working my last nerve. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, you want me to tell you what's working my last nerve? Yeah, what's nerve?
2: working your last
0: nerve? Mm. Listen,
3: I'm telling you, you're getting on my last nerve.
0: Colleen and Bradley present Working My Last Nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve.
1: Okay. It's award shows. Award shows are working my last nerve. All of them? Pretty much. Okay, tell um, me more. Really, there's only two that I kind of actually care about, and they're the big ones. Well, three, maybe four, but three okay, and a half. Four, three you and a like half.
2: four, but the rest are trash.
1: Three and a half. Okay, so like, I care about the Golden Globes. I care about the Emmys. I care about the, the uh, Oscars, and I kind of care about the Grammys. But other than that, like, leave me alone with these award shows. So last night was the AMAs, and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Now, the first reason why is because all award shows are made up awards. All awards are made up awards. It's a bunch of, it's a group of people that were like, we should award people for doing things that are award worthy, but they should be like super famous awardy people that we're going to give big awards to, Mm -hmm. and then they'll get dressed up, and it'll be the same people though, like every time. Yeah showing up at the awards, and mm-hmm. then usually even actually the same people will just get the awards. So it's just like a really exclusive party, but we'll put cameras on it and try to make people care about it, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe sprinkle in some per- some performances, and people will talk. But I think the AMAs last night were mainly a platform for Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly to showcase their publicationship.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't even... I, I did not watch the AMAs... How are they even like? Was this a virtual thing? What's no. going on? So then,
1: that's the other thing that is working my last nerve is that the celebrities they get to do all the things that nobody else gets to do because they do like Mongo crazy testing. And then, you know, J Lo gets to dance on the stage and like, you know, dance with her dancers. Yeah. And, you know, where was or, this booty. even?
2: Was this in LA somewhere? Yes. I would assume. So,
1: first of all, it aired on ABC. I didn't watch it. It was uh at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. Um I think they did a hybrid. Like I think they did what other other award shows have done and they had some people there on site and others that were were not there. But Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, they walked the red carpet. It was big news because it was their first red carpet. And then she actually introduced his performance. Uh. I did not. Again, I did not watch it because I could not tell you what a Machine Gun Kelly does. Does he sing opera? Does he (laughs) play mandolin? I I don't don't know. know. I don't listen to
2: Machine Gun Kelly, that's for sure.
1: Um, But apparently the kids like him. Um, But anyway, but these two were just out flouncing around. And that's what all the headlines are today. It's about those two. And maybe, like, there's a smattering of headlines about Billie Eilish's um, performance. And I watched, like, a smidgen of J-Lo's performance. But again, Damn. I mean, it was great. Like, J-Lo can perform her ass off. Like, she's so talented. But also, again, we are in a time where it's like, who are these people that get to be all together doing their thing and wagging their booties and singing their songs? Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's frustrating, especially if, you know, you're stuck at home and you're not able to see your loved ones or friends or family or, you know, yeah, do like super basic things. I mean, that's been a frustration for the majority of this pandemic is that certain if you work in certain industries, it's kind of like, you know, we've got the resources and all the things that we need to get the testing and to put everybody, you know, whether it's TV, and for some of that, we're grateful, right? Like, so for the things I care about, I'm glad that television shows, um, I was just actually thinking about The Crown. I was watching an interview yesterday after I finished the latest season, and they, I think there were still six days of shooting that they had to do post-quarantine, and so they had to come up with all these very unique ways to do it. So on the one hand, I'm grateful the things I care about, but, like, the things that I don't care about... Um, I'm curious, though, your um, frustration with the award shows. Is it frustration during a time of pandemic, or is it just in general? I
1: mean, it's a little of both. It's a little from column A, a little from column B. Today, most of it is the pandemic um, parade yeah. of wealth
2: mm-hmm.
1: and celebrity, mm-hmm. right? So the fact that they went ahead and did it anyway, like you said, Bradley, like for sure. When it comes to uh Gray's Anatomy, yes, please, thank you. I'm glad that they found a way to do it. When it comes to this is us, thank you. Yes, please, I'm glad they found a way to do it. The AMAs, like I already had like a base level irritation for made up awards. And so I already was like, please don't make me watch another award show where they're gonna award the same stuff. Uh, with the same people there, and they're gonna do interesting performances, which is fine, but I also don't love watching performances on television i It just is not it's fine Why did you i mean I'm curious because i mean both of us actively chose not to watch mm-hmm. the a m a s like what went into that choice for you
2: well i mean i honestly i didn't i didn't run away from it. I kind of vaguely knew in the back of my head that it was happening, but I'm not a music aficionado. Like I don't, you know, I, I appreciate music in the way that most people do appreciate. And I care about celebrity in the way that it's a part of my job, but I wouldn't naturally gravitate towards the AMAs AMAs anyway. If I'm going to watch an awards show, it's going to be TV and movie based. So, um, it's not surprising that I didn't watch whether it was a pandemic year or not. I will say it's even less relevant to me because I just, I haven't been thinking a lot about Music. I will say, in terms of award show in general, I, too, share your feeling that most award shows are kind of, um, if not fake, certainly constructed in a way that overemphasizes the importance of that industry in the world. So, like, I don't think that, you know, the Academy Awards are the be-all and end-all in terms of movie appreciation in a given year. But I do, like, the part of me that appreciates... um you know, like the Academy Awards and the Golden Globes is that I get to see sort of what that, as a person who works in this business, mm-hmm. what a bunch of celebrities in a room look like and celebrities behind the camera look like. Um, and, you know, I'm always fascinated by celebrity, less so with uh, musicians. Right. Even, le- and I will say, if I do watch a, a, uh, an awards show with musicians, whether it's the AMAs or, you know, MTV music awards or whatever the, whatever they're even called um it's to watch the performances right you know because that sure i love a good show but i don't like i'm not keeping track of like oh this is i'm not i don't watch music in the way that some people watch it the way they watch sports right. where they're like oh uh, taylor swift got four out of six awards this year and she was the second uh, female leading record like i don't Keep track of right. things on that granular level in the music industry. So, like, this is not my, my gig. It's not generally. Your
1: deal. I will say other headlines coming out of last night's AMAs, uh, just so that you're informed as to what actually happened. The Weeknd made headlines because he appeared with his face wrapped in bandages. Who? The Weeknd.
2: What's going on with the weekend?
1: Well, nothing actually. Uh, at first, people were concerned that maybe he'd gotten into some sort of accident, but apparently this is part of his aesthetic for his new album. Uh, it's a part of method acting from uh the artist oh her. for his yeah for his song oh. Blinding Lights oh, which shows him getting beaten up by bouncers and then injured in a drunk driving accident. Oh, so this wow. is part of his like whole method exposition right now. Uh, Also headlines about uh, um, um, Megan the Stallion, etc. So the stars were out last night. We just weren't watching them. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got more worked nerves.
2: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home.